If you're an ambitious business owner ready to think big, rewrite your own rules and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Simply Smarter Numbers. I'm your host, Jen Waterson. Think you can't possibly take time off from your business? Well, think again. Think you can't possibly make a profit while you're away on holiday? Well, I want you to think again. We've been taking six weeks a year off for about 10 years now. We've averaged one international trip and a couple of domestic trips each and every year. And in fact, this year at the time of recording is coronavirus year. And this is looking like being the first year that we're not going to keep that average up. But that's okay because I'm pretty confident that we'll make up for it next year or the year after. But what I want to tell you about is how it is that we have managed to do this while running not one, but two successful businesses. And yes, we still make a profit while we're gone. At the time of recording, like I said, we are knee deep in coronavirus world and holidays, they feel like they're completely out of our reach. But what I want to do is show you how you can start planning now around five specific areas, things that you can do in your business today. And then when we are allowed to travel, well, maybe you actually will. But before we get stuck dreaming about digging our toes into the nice warm sand, Make sure you hit subscribe now so that you don't miss a single profit-filled episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. So let's get into it. Holidays, domestic or international, whether it's a long weekend or it's a month away, it takes some preparation and particularly in the early days of being in business. But even us seasoned professional holiday makers, which is kind of how we like to think of ourselves, given that we've been doing this for so long now, we can come unstuck every now and then too. And I'm going to run you through exactly what I did to make sure that I could go on our most expensive, most luxurious holiday ever. When just three days before our flight was due to take off, I was on the phone to my agent asking what money I could salvage if we had to cancel. But before I get into that story, let me tell you why you need to listen up to this and why you need to make sure that you're booking yourself regular trips away. We all need time off from our business sometimes. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because you're going to do better work when you've had a change of scenery and some some time to just recharge. Because with fresh eyes and a fresh mind, you're going to make smarter business decisions. Because when you're not thinking about work, well, that's actually when you have these breakthrough ideas. Because you've earned it. Because you didn't go into business to be a slave to your business. And because, and this is a big one, because once you've proven to yourself that your business can handle your absence, well, it actually opens you up to a whole world of possibility. So let's get back to our trip. 
A couple of years ago, we booked one of the most luxurious holidays that we've ever taken. Luxury isn't usually one of our sort of, you know, boxes that we have to tick, but we thought, no, we've earned this. Let's do it. It was a sailing holiday. It was sailing around the Croatian coast, the Dalmatian coast in a small boat. I think about 35 people were on the boat, followed by a luxurious stay in the Greek islands, Santorini. And oh, wow, that place is just amazing. And this was an expensive holiday and it was all prepaid. And a really big, huge job that I was leading up was meant to have been finished and finalized like a month beforehand, but it just wasn't. And it wasn't looking anywhere near being finalized. So for reasons beyond our control, it was taking longer than was expected and all parties' eyes were firmly on me, knowing that I was about to take off on this big holiday and I was feeling really immense pressure to stay and just get the job done. So I went home one night to my husband, uh, three nights before we left, and I told him that I didn't think we were going to be able to go. And yes, you are correct, that did not go down very well. Then within half an hour, I was on the phone to my travel agent, finding out what money or what credits we could salvage salvage from the situation. And this was a really big deal, not just because of the money, but because we've just always traveled, always been super organized and travel is a huge part of why we actually work. And this one time where I nearly came unstuck, it really made me sit up and think about what else we can do, what else we can put in place to make sure that we can always go on holidays and we can have not just time away, but great relaxing holidays as well, regardless of what crops up in business. So I've put together these five uh, ideas, these things, the five things that you can put in place you can plan to put in place in your business now in advance of going on holidays. Number one, find your non-negotiables. So think about the top four things that you know will worry you while you're away. Is it your inbox? Is it getting work invoiced? Um, How to deal with a new lead, chasing up people that owe you money? Is it certain a certain situation with a certain client? Identify what it is that's going to worry you while you're away and put step by step by step systems in place so that someone else can take care of it for you while you're not there. And these don't have to be like super elaborate systems or anything like that. I'm talking like get out a pen and a piece of paper and just write it out step by step if that's appropriate or it could be a if this happens, then do this type instructions. Number two, empower your team. Delegation is key here. Now, when I say team, if you don't actually have employees, that's okay because a team can be an outsourced team. A team could be your accountant, your financial advisor, a legal person. It could be a friend. It could be anybody that you know and trust that you can pull around you at a time when you're not going to be there. So what you want to do is give your team guidelines on what they can and can't make a decision about without your input. So whether it's something as simple as social media to emails from a pending issue with a a top client or it could be a nuisance client that you just know will create some sort of drama the minute you're not there. 
With our Croatian dilemma, I gave everyone a specific role to perform. I didn't give everything to one person. I spread it around according to everybody's strengths and I listed everything that they needed to know from important background or history of a client, um, whatever they needed to know in case of a potential situation arising, they had it all there written in front of them. And then I ran through it with them person to person as well. So again, don't forget, just because you don't have a team of actual employees around you doesn't mean you don't have a team. Have a think about the other people that you can pull in around you to make your time away more enjoyable. Number three, communicate with key members and key clients, key, I should say key team members and clients. So let your clients know well in advance that you're going to be away and let them know exactly who they need to go to or what they need to do if something unexpected crops up. And then let your team know what is and isn't an emergency. We've all been away and had, you know, these non-emergency emergencies crop up and it just kind of irritates us to be perfectly honest. But if you can let your team know what you what you say is an emergency and what is not an emergency, then it just might help a, you know, a little bit of that drama, unnecessary drama while you're away. And you'll be surprised at how many people, how many clients out there that you have actually respect the fact that you're going away with your family. They may have something that actually does come up and ideally they would want to see you about it. But, you know, if it isn't an emergency, then they're probably perfectly happy to just wait a a week or a couple of weeks until you're back. And at least if you have given them um, an alternative contact, then it gives them that opportunity to go to that other person as well. Number four is the daily rundown. I always have people create, I create a list of things that I want one person to email me about. Same time every day, I want an update on whatever is going on at the time. And it could just be, could be a particular job, a particular situation. Maybe it's just an email to say, hey, everything's going well here. If that's what's going to help you relax while you're away, then have someone that you can rely on email you at the same time every day with a simple, easy update. And number five is set the expectation with your family. If it means that you're going to chill for the rest of the day, if it means that you have to get up a little bit earlier, return some emails, check your cloud accounting software for invoices or bank balances or whatever it might be, progressive work, whatever makes sense to you in your business, if it's going to put your mind at ease, then just do it and then switch off. But let your family know that that's what you're doing. Set the boundaries in advance with your family. You'll do one hour a morning and then you are all theirs. I did this on our small cruise boat and it got to the point where even the other people on the boat knew that for the first hour every morning I was working. So they would just give me some space and I could just smash out what I needed to smash out and I could switch it off. And then I say literally switch it off. Switch off your Wi-Fi, switch off your phone, put your laptop away and then go and enjoy your day. So they're the five things. And I probably should just recap them for you. One is to find your non-negotiables. 
the top four things that you know are going to worry you and deal with them, hand them over to somebody else while you're away. Number two, empower your team. Delegation is critical, not just when you're on holidays. You should be doing this all the time anyway. And again, whether you have an actual team or an outsourced team, it doesn't matter. Number three, communicate with key team members and clients. Number four was get the daily rundown. Have someone email you just that once a day, if it helps. And number five, set the expectation with your family. So while those are five things that you can do to get yourself prepared, get your business prepared to really take some nice, well-deserved, relaxing time away, then there are some other advantages which are actually a little bit more indirect. So one of those advantages is it's a great way for you to prepare your team to be more independent and more capable, not just while you're away, but actually every day. Like it can be great for team morale and team retention, giving them responsibility like this. It sort of lets them know that you think that they can handle this stuff and they'll probably step up to the plate, not just while you're away, but every day. And then for two, the other sort of more indirect benefit and advantage of doing this sort of stuff is that it makes your business more all-round efficient. It makes it more saleable. It's pretty hard to sell any business that relies wholly and solely on one person. So clearly this is a, 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 an indirect but really great advantage of setting your business up. And finally, I want to talk about profits. Now, You don't have to be recording profits while you're sitting there on a beach drinking cocktails. As long as you're profitable before you go away and after you get back, then that's all that really matters. If your goal is a simply a relaxing holiday with your family without coming back to a full-blown disaster, then go for it. That's a great goal. You don't need to be making profits while you're on the beach. If you can, then that's a bonus. Work up to that over time. But just start with make a profit before, get yourself organized, take the time away, relaxed, and come back and get back into it all over again. Do these five things and start doing them now. And wherever you are in the world, that's what I've got for you today. Have a great day. Start planning. Even if we can't do it now, get the books out, Get the, get the internet going and start Googling the next spe- most special place that you want to take your family. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook, and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honored that you tuned in.